Hello. Welcome to the Daily Cron for Wednesday, June 26, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton. Tonight, I just want to talk a little bit about uh, Fortnite and dance dance moves and copyright. But I don't want to get too far down that rabbit hole because it's a very complicated issue. But I, I saw a video today by Jax Films on YouTube where he's referencing another video where he literally buys his own emote of a dance movie he created called a Deep Dab uh, in the Fortnite game. And if you don't know what I mean, well, Fortnite is a huge game, and <laughs> there's a lot of these uh, emotes, these, like, these, these moves that your character can do, and so you can buy them, and often they're based on real-life dance moves that have been popularized by other people, like, um, like the Carlton, I think, right, from Fresh Prince, I think that's what it was called. Um, the Floss is in there. There's a whole bunch of these moves in there and, and dance moves that are made famous or perhaps created by, you know, real people uh, in, in the world. And uh, Fortnite keeps adding these, or Epic Games, who makes Fortnite, they keep adding these into the game. And generally, I don't think they give people credit, and they certainly don't pay people anything. Uh, and so I looked into this a little bit, because it keeps popping up on my radar. And as far as I understand, I don't think individual dance moves are copyrightable, but I'm not a lawyer. Maybe someone can can, you know, inform me about that. Legal, legal things are always complicated. Uh, at least in the United States, I don't think individual moves are, but routines are. But, like, what's the difference between some of these moves and, like, a routine? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. And uh, the uh, the esoteric nature of uh, dance moves, I think, it's, and copyright law is, 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 is tough to grapple with, <laughs> like, late at night recording a uh, daily podcast. So I'm not going to go there. But I think you should watch these these videos because Jacksonville's is funny. But uh, I I think it just it just illustrates yet another way in which uh, creatives are I don't know how to what say I mean I guess being taken advantage of in some respects. But I don't know because th- this reminds me of the remix culture movement from years ago. I think it was like at least 10 years ago. It was really big. The idea And the, the big poster child, as it were, for, for remix culture, I remember, would come up in all the talks about it, was anime music videos. There was a time where anime music videos were huge. And you would take an anime, and you would take a popular song, uh, often the ones I would see would often be like a rock song or metal song, and you'd mix them together, and it'd be very funny, very amusing. This is like early 2000s stuff. This would come up a lot for YouTube, even, and then I think in the early days of YouTube as well. And anime music videos were an example. Remix culture, uh, at least some people would say, technically they were using copyrighted works. They didn't have permission to do them, but they were claiming that, you know, they were creating a new work, and so it was fair use and all that kind of stuff. So we got into lots of discussions back in the day about that. In this case, it's not really the same thing, because they're just using it, wholesale appropriating a move and just selling it but they're turning it into a move for digital character. So they're doing something, you know? It's because the whole concept of a dance move is very abstract to begin with, but then they're translating it into a game. So are they just remixing things? Are they just, like, what are they doing? Like, it's, that's why it's, it's a very complicated, uh, hard-to-even-grasp concept. And I bet lawyers are just having a field day writing uh, all kinds of opinions about this to try to try to you know, win lawsuits. But I remember this stuff with the remix culture, and I remember the controversies about it. And I think that since then, I I mean, looking back on it, I think we were all very naive about (laughs) remix culture. (laughs) Because back then it was like, 
the idea was individuals were doing this stuff. You know, people, just internet users were doing this stuff for fun, for their communities, and sharing amongst themselves. You know, they weren't, it wasn't about businesses or anything, and it wasn't giant megacorporations doing the remixing so much. You know, it was just individuals. But now, you know, it's like individuals have can or can have a lot of influence on the internet now youtube or youtube especially but but all over the internet now you can you can find examples of influencers as they're sometimes called or just people who are internet famous is what we used to say uh, and i still say that uh people who create stuff they create you know software they create music they create uh photos they create art of various kinds and there's all kinds of places for you to share that stuff. And there's different um, kind of uh, accept levels of acceptance about taking those works and, and reusing them for other things or, you know, sharing them and everything. Uh, but generally, the consensus, I believe, is that you should, at a minimum, be giving credit. And I always try to give credit for any kind of image or whatever I use. I mean, I give credit in every episode for the music that I use that I got permission for. I I try to give credit for any kind of cover image I use. I even try to get images that are copyright-free explicitly, or they're images that I've created myself, so therefore I have the copyright uh, in them for them. So, you know, I go on my way to do at least credit for these things. But when you're like a giant corporation, <laughs> I guess your rules don't apply to you. I don't know. I just think a lot of the controversy wouldn't be as bad if they were just more upfront about where they got their inspiration from and they just, you know, like, gave people a heads up. Because apparently it looks like from the original video from Jack that he didn't know they were doing this. They didn't contact him. They didn't even, like, send people his way or, or give him any credit. I mean, it's a giant game. Like, you know, they could have. Could have put a link to his YouTube channel or something. You know, they could have asked him about it because some programmer had to make this, had to use some source video or something of it had to translate it into a character model you know and during all that time like no one could be bothered to be like hey where do we get this idea from what's the source material for this they were using maybe we should put that in the description i don't know i don't have the game so i don't know maybe they have started doing that i'm kind of doubtful but <clears throat> i just feel like credit is like the minimum you should do <laughs> you know where where did you get this idea from i don't know uh, big corporations, I guess, run by their own rules, you know, with this stuff. But it's like, it's also an example of one of those completely unnecessary controversies. As I said, I think that if they were just more upfront about where their inspiration comes from and trying to give credit for that, I mean, it doesn't necessarily stop someone from saying, hey, you owe me money for this and suing them. But I think a lot of people wouldn't care. They'd be happy for to have their, their little emote in there. And Jack, he seems to have the right attitude. He's not, he doesn't, it doesn't seem like he's going to do anything about it. He's like, just thinks it's kind of funny. I mean, if I made a dance move and they made it to an emote, I'd think it's hilarious. I would be, I'd, I'd think it was funny too. And I'd probably do exactly what Jack does, which is create one of those creator codes and tell people to go buy it with my creator code and give me a little kickback. I guess I don't really have much of a point for this uh, episode. I just thought it was interesting. And, you know, I think about copyright issues fairly often usually about photography and music and software but but it comes up a lot in my 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 thoughts and i thought about it fairly deeply for a lot of years now 
but I don't have like a clear cut answer about when this, you know, where the lines are about this kind of stuff. But we're at a point now where, where even something like a dance move is being appropriated legally or not uh, by a big corporation to make a bunch of money. I mean, there's just so many kind of implications here, not just for copyright issues, but the ways that you can make money on the internet are legion. I mean, you just got to think outside the box, I guess. Because who would have thought that you could, like years ago, I don't think we ever thought this early, early on in the internet, like that you did someday someone doing like the floss or something or some dance move, I guess the floss didn't necessarily exist back then, but someone doing a, a funny dance move uh, that that dance move can then be used to make a, like literally be sold, packaged and sold in a game to make a bunch of money for a big corporation. I don't know. I mean, it's just, I don't remember ever having a discussion like that in the 90s, even the early 2000s. So, wow. We live in an interesting times, you know? Anyway, it's late. That's going to be it for this uh, Daily Cron for Wednesday, June 26th, uh, 2019. You can find show notes that include links to Jack's Films, YouTube channel, very funny guy, totally recommend subscribing to him. And you can look at the video uh, that's in question here, both videos actually, I'll link to both of them in the show notes. You can find archive of previous episodes, uh, social media links, you can email me through a contact form, all that good stuff at dailycronpodcast.com, where you can also subscribe if you're not currently a subscriber. And neat little feature that I mention this every once in a while, that if you are a little bit tech-savvy, go to the website, dailycronpodcast.com, go to one of the episodes you like. They're all tagged. Click on one of the tags uh, that you find interesting, and then you'll get a new page where you can subscribe just to that topic. And I'm trying to keep things tagged fairly consistently so you can... Uh, just follow the feeds that you want, and uh, and you don't have to listen to everything. But I'd prefer if you just subscribe to the whole thing, because you never know what you might find interesting. But anyway, anyway, let me know what you think, though. I'm really curious, especially if you're a dancer. I'd uh, love to know what your opinion is about this whole thing, about Fortnite using people's dance moves to make money without sharing it with you, the creator of the dance. <laughs> okay, that's it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Later. <laughs>